What is up? Welcome to the Tour 12 Podcast. Heath here with Cody, the producer man. It's good to be on the podcast today. I mean, you're on all of them, aren't you? <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> I've been on all of them. <laughs> it's been a while since I haven't been on one. Well, I but don't know if you're like special guest. Yeah, well, let's or... call me <laughs> special guest, Cody Berry, <laughs> Cody producer man. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, anyway. It's been a busy day, man. Man, it's a uh, busy week is a better way I, to put it. Yeah, I think, yeah, I was about to say every day is busy. You it, know? Was short, it was a shorter week, but it was still yeah, I'm assuming you worked Monday. I worked I, well, I worked, did some work at uh, the house, you know, remodeling the house. Yep. Yeah, and then in between jobs, I'd get on, do some social media stuff, text back some some of our our clients. And right. So I mean, I didn't work all day. I mean, I did work all day. Just on, that's what I meant. It was just busy, regardless if it was actual mar- yeah. marketing work. Yeah. Always doing stuff. I was in the same boat. Stuff going on. Had a good time. Good little holiday. Yeah. And uh, did you cook anything? Did you grill or anything like what that? What did we cook? Um, yeah, I ate, uh, we cooked black buck. Speaking of black buck, mm. my mount is done. When are you going to get it? Um, I think our buddy Rusty's going to bring it up next week. Too. He went and pick it up. Oh, man. I saw you show me a picture of it. It yeah, looks yes. so good. It so, do you beautiful. have a place on the wall picked out for you? No. <laughs> it's, it's going, though. Yeah. It's right. a pedestal mount. Mm. It's a giant, dude. It looks really cool. Rusty called me. Well, actually, he called me because he needed me to pay for the thing so he could pick it up. <laughs> and uh, so, got all that done, and he called me back. He's like, dude, I forgot how big this thing was. Yeah. And um, I was like, you know, I kind of did, too. I ain't thought about it since we hunted, really. Couldn't see it on film. Could, yeah, that's, yeah so, <laughs> so, if you don't know what we're talking about, we killed this this free-range black buck in Texas. Did And I'm not an exotic hunter by any means, so I didn't even know what a big black buck was to be honest with you because they're all little yeah they're, they're pretty small animals <laughs> yeah. and so we get this thing you know harvested or whatever and take it and drop it um get it taxidermis and um we went to the uh, the meat market all that got all that the, the meat and everything taken care of and then took the taxidermis and then he calls us back because if evidently this guy is a um in texas he's an official scorer for sci or whatever and uh which i've never kept up with all that kind of stuff it's just just scoring yeah. and all that's not my lane and uh and i'm i enjoy the harvest whether it's whatever it scored you know it's so but anyway he calls back and he's like dude y'all killed a giant and we're like really and uh he put it in his book after he scored it and at the time it was the number four recorded black buck in the state of texas really ever and I was ever like, i was like hmm <laughs> go heath <laughs> <laughs> so I was joking, but because I didn't know and I still I didn't care. But anyway, so the funny thing was, is my buddy Rusty, who was filming that day, um, and he is, by the way, not a cameraman, <laughs> obviously, with what I'm fixing to say, double tapped record, didn't get it on film. Because I, before I squeezed the trigger, I said, You're on him. He said, I'm on him. <laughs> he was in focus, though, so, right? <laughs> yeah, he was in focus. He squeezed it off. So anyway, he called Rusty, calls me back, and he said, Man, I forgot how big this thing was. And I was like, I was like, I know. Just imagine if we'd had that thing on film. <laughs> <laughs> I said, It might have been the number one black buck ever killed on film. <laughs> and uh, he's like, Shut up, man. <laughs> he goes, You need to bring more camera guys. <laughs> That's funny. So anyway, yeah. So Memorial Day, we, we, uh, we cooked black, and I'm telling you dude black buck steak oh that's what i was gonna ask mm. you was it ground or was it steak no it was did, steak did you grill it yeah, yeah we had a i put it on a pellet grill yeah cooked it real low yeah 
It's so tender, dude. Really? I actually gave my parents some, mm-hmm. and they had uh, never ate any. And so she texted me the other night, and she said, I had no idea. This is so good. I was like, it is awesome. It yeah. really is. Is that your first time to eat black bug? It was, yeah. Yeah, first, so, first kill, first, first time to get to eat it. What all did you get? Did you get steaks, any yeah, of it ground? Yeah, we got some of it ground. We got um, part of it ground up into that, uh, what's it called, Terry uh, – it's like a Mexican um, chorizo. Chorizo, yeah, yeah. What was you coming out with a tea there? I don't know what I was. <laughs> Terry sausage. I, I, couldn't remember, <laughs> I couldn't remember what it was called. Yeah, chorizo. Oh, so it's a little bit spicy. Yeah, That'd so I good. got some of that. Then we got some of the ground, and then I got mm. a lot of different sausages. Cool. And uh, it is really good. I've eaten. So the only exotic that I've ever eaten is Axis, and it was. I liked it a lot. I got some more. You need to take some. Yeah. I got because I killed a doe on that trip too. Yeah. Of course, B killed a, a really nice axis while we were down there on that trip, and uh, it's phenomenal meat. It really yeah. is like we love all wild game, mm-hmm. and eat and eat basically everything that we we harvest, we eat, and so. But it is different for sure. I mean, it's really good. Yeah. And, uh, ten, so, how would you compare the axis deer to um, to black buck and whitetail? Like as far as taste and quality, you mean? Well, t- well, both taste and quality. Which one's better? I, I would say hands down the the two I've been eating here lately with yeah. top whitetail deer. Do you think? And that, I love deer meat. Do you think that's because of their diet or just the what they eat? That's a or doctor. The, that's a doctor B question, and B's not with us today. Yeah, I don't know. It is. It's a. It's really because they're good. all a species of deer, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm just kind of curious. Yeah, I don't. I don't know all that technology. It's kind of like. <laughs> Technology. <laughs> Would you call it? I'm joking, dude. <laughs> it's way funny. out of my lane. It's yeah. so, but I can tell you, they're fun to hunt and yeah. they are great to eat. Yeah, yeah, I got to be with you on the, uh, the Axis doe kill. That oh was, yeah, it was a long shot. Yeah, because Rusty gave me the wrong range. <laughs> He's two. He two party fouls in one trip. <laughs> Forgot to hit record and then gave me the wrong range. Oh, it's about uh, now two hundred yards. <laughs> yeah, <like> four hundred seventy nine. <laughs> He wasn't that far. Uh, but. We got it done though. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they're they're phenomenal to eat though, and they're yeah. a blast to hunt. And the good thing about them is we're supposed to be if, if we can work in our schedules going back down mid July. Cool. Because that's kind of peak down there. Yeah. For for axis and yeah, our buddy Cleed's down there this week. Down there right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's something to hunt out kind of out of season so to say yeah. so to speak from what we're used to with whether it's deer hunting or turkey or big game or whatever because you can hunt them year round. Yeah. And. uh there is a large population of axis yeah. down there in Texas. That's cool. Free, free range, and so I need to I need to get that on my list. You do. I need to. It's uh. I still. I mean, I've killed a buck, but I've not killed a big buck like one that you would really want to put on the wall, right? You know. So I want to do that. I was telling Clee the other day. I want to kill a big buck, and then I want to kill an elk, and I want to kill a bear, and I take an axis. What else can you? <laughs> I take it all, but those uh, are that's on your bucket list. Those are some things that I'd like to do at some yeah. point in my life. Well, you know? I think you're probably in the right space now. <laughs> probably to, to so. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> probably so. Probably got the right people, you know, that I can call or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, it's all that came off Memorial Day talk, but it is uh, very good, man. And um, matter of fact, I may crank some up this weekend. Cool. Light the grill back up. Speaking of grills, have you you have a pellet grill? No, but I am working on getting one. I have gotten spooled to them. Yeah, so we've got smokers and I've got griddles and all that kind of, and regular grills, yeah, and gas grills. Like I've, I've got like five grills on my back deck because <laughs> we work with all season feeders and they had a lot of different grills and so. Yeah. 
Um, and I actually got one of their pellet grills. What was that last year? No, I think it was last summer. Yeah, last summer maybe. And uh, God, it has spoiled me. I mean, like it is because it's so good and it's so easy to use. You just mm-hmm. go out there and set the temp to what you need. You know, and you just leave, leave it. it. Yeah. yeah. And so I want when I get mine, I want to cook some salmon on it. Oh yeah, some smoked I've done salmon. Some of that. Mm. It's so good. Eat it with a little capers. Yeah. I like I like setting it if I've got time I like to cook stuff slow and, yeah and then I I'm a big medium rare fan mm-hmm. you know yeah you cook all the flavor out when you yeah I don't cook like it well a, done I don't want a dry tough piece of meat no my wife kind of likes it medium but I like it I like it rare boy she so she likes it more medium that's what Aaron cook yeah. like if she she, just, she she can't handle a little bit of red yeah blood. she freaks out yeah. If it's if there's blood on the plate, that's when Aaron's like, ah, I don't know, but she can handle it if it's a little red. Yeah. Hey, I got a text this week from a buddy a listener of ours that said, uh, after <laughs> is this last, the one you texted me about last night? Uh, yeah, after last week's podcast, he said, I've come to the conclusion you and Cody, the producer man, think way too much after so, last week's episode. So on this pot week's podcast, we're going to talk about how we are similar to dogs. <laughs> No, we're not. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. We're not, John. Just so if you're listening, we're not. But uh, yeah, so I don't, I'm not sure quite where that podcast came from last week. I'm not either. I mean, <laughs> but I know I had a lot of fun. And, oh yeah, it was a blast. And uh, I like fun. You like fun. We we had a lot of fun this week. Actually, mm-hmm. we. Uh, <laughs> so let's let let's let the listeners into what a. Um, uh, so every Friday, let me just backtrack real quick. So, uh, yeah, I think we need to set it up. I was going to set up. So every Friday, I think I've mentioned State of the Union calls on Friday. So within our organization, we have what we call State of the Union calls every Friday. And, and that's everybody from our team. Yeah, so at multiple brands, there's probably, I don't know, 15 people on there usually. And um, and so there's multiple brands involved, different leaders of different brands, and all the team that's with them. It's, it's So there's a big group of us. And man, we have an absolute blast <laughs> on fun. our conference calls. Oh yeah, like we cut up, laugh, we talk business, and I love it because I've been a part of other conference calls where you like dread them, you don't look forward to them, and it's just like yada yada, you know, just just business, business, business. Everybody talks about, it. and so we do talk business, but for whatever reason, the culture that's going on here is so. Um, entertaining yeah <laughs> and so anyway this week well i think it before you get there i think it gets back to what we've talked about before about having the right kind of culture and we've even seen it because we've worked with a lot of these people for a long time right when you get into different cultures and different roles and you feel differently it changes you know yeah. and it's been kind of cool to watch on yeah. this this um, side of it too yeah it has so um so part of our, our role, obviously, within our division of the, the overall company is marketing and being creative and all that. And so Cody and I, when we, when we came into these conference calls, we knew immediately we had to do something to spice these things up. <laughs> oh, we spiced them up, all right. So we, we literally, like, pulled the, the podcasting machine in and, and the roadcaster. We got everything set up. So we started running our podcast or our, our conference call through our podcast system. So if we want to add some humor here or there yeah. or record something or whatever we can. It's so, um, anyway, <laughs> play some music, Yeah, play some music, whatever. Give us some applause every now and then like this. You ha- oh, you have it on there still. Yeah. And it's just classic. Like when somebody gets an attaboy, give nope. them a, give them a hand, you know, attaboy, Cody, the producer, man. Nice work, son. Nice work. <laughs> <laughs> it's just stuff like that. It's just, it just comes out of nowhere. And so, um, this week we, uh, 
had a call yesterday because part of what we're in, we're in the middle of production season with the Given Right and like eight other shows right now. <laughs> but that's kind of my lane is Given Right. And so we, there's a lot of detail that goes into these shows. So there's like, there'll be like a conference call or two prior to the show ever starting with people putting all their brain, brains together. Everybody that was involved with the hunt from land management to camera guys to hunters. I mean, there's, there's probably four or five of us on every call. It's a big team effort. And so um, we finished one of our shows that, that we were, had the first cut of our, a Minnesota show that we had where Mark kills an incredible buck. And so we were revising this call, <laughs> revising this show. And on this call, um, Kenneth Lancaster, who's one of the hosts on the Give It Right, we're all good friends. He gives his critiques, and he basically says at the end of this thing, he's like, man, the only thing it's missing is you didn't have that ending voiceover in there that we've always had in the past. Right. And he's like, I just... I really think we need that, you know, consistently throughout our shows to bring closure to the show. And so Mark pops off about something funny, just being funny about closure. I don't know how he exactly said it, but (laughs) about Kenneth and his wife. And it was just kind of a joke, you know, kind of jabbing at him. And so it basically led me to ask Kenneth in a joking manner. I was like, Kenneth, do you you need me to create you a voiceover for you and your wife (laughs) for closure? You can read between the lines here. And so, <laughs> and so, of course, we're all laughing and cutting up. And so we end the call and we get off this call. And, and what happened? How, how did that come about after that call? Because we went immediately. We, we hit the grind running. Well, you, I mean, you said it. We laughed for probably three or four minutes, t- jabbing back and forth about it, like Kenneth and Mark and all the guys that were on the call. And we got off and I think we said that'd be hilarious. And then it was, let's do it. If we actually made a voiceover <laughs> yeah. for Kenneth and his yeah. wife. <laughs> yeah. And so we did. <laughs> we started, I mean, immediately we started brainstorming, writing some Dude, we lyrics. wrote some lyrics down to a I voice. don't know that, Ellis, I don't know if you call those lyrics. It's more of like a poem. Yeah. Or a jingle. Yeah. Or a, I don't know what you call this. <laughs> but all I can tell you is it's the most awkward thing we've ever wrote and recorded in our office. Like, to the point when we were recording it, we couldn't even get through it. I asked I ask you, I said, do you need me to leave the room so you can do this? Because we would, if you started the, recording and I was like. The, the first line come out and it was over. We we're like, I cannot even, I was like, what are we doing? Like, this is the world we live in. Yeah. And so that's part of what creatives do is we not only create marketing strategies, we create entertainment value for our friends. Yeah. And so, uh. Anyway, we thought it would be fitting to um, bring this thing live for the first time for the listening ears on our State of the okay. Union phone so call. Let, let's do this, and then let's try, like, randomly try to call Kenneth and see if he answers. Let's, after we get off here? Yeah, after we get off, after oh, we get after off we play, the, okay. the play in it. So, so this is, we're going to take you in briefly to a portion of our State of the Union conference call. Now, we do not have approval from our whole team to do this, so we could get um, <laughs> um, reprimanded. I don't know. We'll see. But... It is worth your entertainment value to hear the lyrics that me and Cody have come up with for this jingle, this poem, this whatever this is, <laughs> this awkward moment between all of us. <laughs> and now just... we're bringing you into it. All right, but here this we go. is live from the call from the day. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then, I knew there was something. Yeah. And so, okay, go ahead. So then you said, Kenneth, do you. So he... <laughs> go ahead. 
he, I just asked Kenneth if he needed me to create him a personal voiceover for him and Holly for closure. And so, <laughs> so me and Cody, this ought to be good. We, this ought to be we good. took just about 30 seconds out of our day and created a little uh, personal touch for probably the most awkward thing me and Cody have ever sit down and wrote and recorded. <laughs> but, we thought it, but we thought it would be, it's not real long, but we thought it would be fitting to close out the, uh, the call for the day on the State of the Union. So, let her roll. Are we ready? When I look into your bedroom eyes, I get a little tingle just between my thighs. When I pull my shirt off and throw it on the floor, I can feel your heartbeat begging for more. I know that I'm hairy like a bear in the woods, yet you always smile as if I really did look good. Thank you for being close and entertaining my ways. I know they are brief, yet you never complain. To bring closure to this night, I'd simply like to say, I love you, good night. There's nothing left, just let me lay. today on the conference call and so <laughs> i promise we're trained professionals so uh, oh, let's call him in let's go see, see if he'll answer oh yeah oh if he answers this is gonna be classic oh please answer please answer kenneth oh yeah hey buddy what's up kennelly what's up dog hey kennelly yo you are on the tour 12 podcast Oh, really? <laughs> okay. Hey, I thought hey. I'd just front load this before you get to jabbering. <laughs> hey, we got it. We had to ask you a question. Okay. Because we just let our listening audience in on a little little piece of our conference call today. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I bet Man. you. I bet you can't guess what little piece they got in. On. <laughs> So, so we were just curious, um, the little jingle we wrote for you, what's it been like for you today, man? Like just, you know, after follow up, after the call, like what's your thought process? (laughs) What's your thought process been like with the team you've got to work with? (laughs) Well, I just got off the phone, Mark, about you two just a little bit ago, and y'all be getting a call Monday morning, um. Just to let you know. Yes. I'm sure we will. <laughs> oh, man. Man, we've been laughing. You cannot play that back and not start giggling like a little kid. Dude, I have played it back 20 times today. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I want I want to play it for my mama. No. <laughs> you, better hold, you better hold off on that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny right there. I was going to ask, have, are, have you let Holly hear it yet? Not yet. She's not home yet. She uh, gets home about five. I'm going to let her hear it when she gets home. I, I'd <laughs> wait till a little later if I was you. 
when she comes in and go uh, and, and walks in the house, it's like, I'm just gonna go over there and I'm gonna turn it on, and just set my phone down with the speaker rolling, and I'm not gonna say anything. I'm just gonna let her hear it. No, you at least need to stand by and like put your arm around her shoulders, you know, and just uh, <laughs> just let her know you care. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny, man. Oh I man, know. we didn't know if you'd answer, but we thought we was gonna sure try and just see. So uh, we didn't we didn't really need nothing. But hey, while we got you on here, real quick, uh, get the giving rights getting ready to air, right? Yep, getting yep. close. It uh, it'll. I think uh, I think our first airing it's uh, uh, June thirtieth. I'd have to go and double check, but uh, June thirtieth. Seven uh, seven thirty yeah. is our first uh, first airing. We're supposed yep. to know that, ain't we? <laughs> yeah, you actually edited. So I <laughs> he just knows when the deadline to turn hey, it in I is. I just know deadlines, <laughs> man. You want to give a little bit of uh, like uh, I don't know how you do it on a podcast, but a little bit of teaser of what's coming up this season. Well. You know, we did a lot of deer hunting this this past year. Uh, of course, Mark killed a lot bigger deer than I did. <laughs> <laughs> that, that that's pretty consistent year to year, though, right? Yeah, yeah. That's pretty consistent. Yeah. Um, uh, I thought I had him in Iowa, and then he come up and beat me by like nine inches. Um, <laughs> can, can you say that one more time? Um, <laughs> it was real close. Yeah, I thought I had him uh, in Iowa, and he come back and beat me by nine inches. But uh, we were, yeah, that's <laughs> but, awesome, man. <laughs> but we we got some cool stuff. We went to went to Maine and did a little bear hunting up there. We did a little shark fishing, a little. Ran some lobster traps, uh, went and dug clams. I mean, there's just a, a, a New Zealand. Um, uh, we went to Saskatchewan and stayed on an island for eight days and oh, bear cool. hunted and and, uh, and fish. So got some cool stuff coming up. Man, cool stuff. Y- y'all really do. Me and Cody, of course, we see it off and on every day. But having the, you know, it's really a privilege to get to edit through all this content you guys have, and obviously we got a great camera crew. But it is some incredible footage, man. Mm-hmm. Some of the stuff just in the first few episodes, this this scene that goes down in Iowa with Mark in the rut is it's insane, isn't it? Oh yeah, it is. Uh, it's, it's so cool. <clears throat> yeah, it's uh, that that you know we had well you know because you edited we had actually started that show out and we were we were going to put that hunt in there and then we had some other stuff and. As you started editing it, it just kind of turned into its own story, and uh, I, I don't want to give it away, but we the whole show ended up. We just was like, we it's too good. We got to just do the whole show. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yep. But and that's so, just one of them. I mean, there's all of them from from your hunts there. It, the funniest part about that Iowa deal to me was, you know, that show kind of portrays the what to, what went down for Mark with over seventy sits on a specific deer, but you rolled in yep. there and like it was like. <laughs> How long did your hunt take in Iowa? <laughs> you, your tires were probably still warm, weren't they? <laughs> he sat for seven. He sat seventy six sits. I sat for seventy six minutes. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> but man, you killed a stud I mean, there, though. Oh yeah. It, it, man, look, it was uh, it, it was one, it was the biggest deer I killed all year last year, and actually one of the he's one of the heaviest deer that I've ever shot. Um, and you know, when I'm, when I hunt out there, it's a, uh, uh, it's kind of, I'm hunting with Mark 
and he has certain deer picked out that he likes for me to shoot. And most of the time, they're they're big eight points or big nine points, you know. And I, I have killed a ten point there before, but uh, on this occasion, uh, this dude came out, and I had to. We looked at him several times, and I finally got the green light, pulled the trigger, and walked down there to him and counted him up twelve points. <laughs> so when I came back to the lodge, I kind of had my head hurting and uh, and kind of worried whenever he he come pulled up, but he was happy for. But, yeah. uh, but anyway, yeah, no, it's all, it is awesome, man. So, <laughs> so tell me this real quick, because I know you know how to talk. You can talk all day, but. Oh, yeah. You know, on the podcast, <laughs> we talk a lot about business and just cultures within business. And you've been with Expedition Enterprises how long now? It's, it's been um, about, a, about it, a year. I was going to say, has it been a year yeah. yet? Yeah, it's been about a year, almost a year now. Yeah. Yep. This, well, uh, actually, next month will be a year. Yeah. Yep. And so yep. we've talked, and you, you probably hadn't heard it, but we've talked on the podcast about our merger from, from South Face Media to the Expedition Marketing side of things. And I know, I know we have our own opinion of what it's been like so far, but give us a little background of what this, this culture within Expedition Enterprises has been like for you. Man, it, it's been one of the, it's been one of the greatest things that's ever happened to me. Um, I, you know, this is, this is my 24th year in the hunting industry. I've been making my living some way, form or fashion, whether it be running a camera or, in front of the camera or, you know, some way or another for 24 years. Yep. And when I, I started hunting with Mark about, well, we started hunting together, I think in 2014, I think was our first hunting trip together. And I told Mark then the first time I went, I saw his passion for hunting, but I also <clears throat> saw his passion for, uh, for business and, and just, and, and also sharing stuff with people as far as business. Yeah. And I told him on our first hunt, which was a turkey hunt together, I told him, I said, one day you'll, you'll be a part of this way more than you think you, uh, you will be. And he, and he told me, he said, no way. He said, I'm, I'm, I'm semi retired. I don't have time for this. But there's no way. Well, well, fast forward to 2019. And uh, Mark owns a boat company, a, a, a land company, <laughs> a TV show, a clothing company. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he, we're partners with you with a, a, yeah. a media company. I mean, you know, so it. Um, but the team we have around us, it's just like it. it it's just like on our calls today that we had. It's just whenever you get off the call. You, you feel like you uh, not only accomplished something, but you feel like you can pick the phone up and call any one of y'all at any time or y'all, I feel like y'all, you know, you know, y'all can call me right. and we work through stuff and figure it out. And Mark, he's the type of person too, that if you, if you pick the phone up and call him, he's going to answer you or he's going to text you back and say, give me two minutes, call you. And he's going to, he's going to work, work through the problem or figure it out. It's just, it's a, he's been a he's the right word God sin because I mean he's just a great person and it's it's been a it's been been good yeah. really good yeah it has we me and Cody talk about it all the time just the uh, obviously everything rises and falls on leadership yeah and, and he is a strong leader man and and obviously oh, yeah. his his credibility and background speaks for itself but uh, what I love about him and the culture is is that it, he doesn't come across that way. You know, there's a lot of successful people out there that they want you to know they're successful. 
and you really wouldn't know it in Mark unless you unless you went to a deer camp with him. <laughs> you might like, hold on a That's second. Yeah. This don't look yeah. like my deer camp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. his, his walls look a little different than mine. Yeah, mine too. They look a little different. But just such a humble leader, man, and that yeah. trickles down to every I mean, every leader within every business and brand that's associated and then obviously the entire team, man. It's a it's been an incredible, incredible, incredible journey for us so far. For sure. And and I, I knew it had been for you too. That's why I wanted to mention it. That's what that's actually what led us to play in that little piece from the from the from the conference call today. Because right, it right, is not yeah. like our calls are not like a typical conf, business conference call. There's a lot of business going down. I mean, you know that. There's a lot of business going down right now. But a lot. But a lot. Yeah. But the but the fun and the entertainment side of it, man, is, is so almost like magnetic. You yeah. can't help but want to be on the call. Yeah. And just being a part yeah. of the family, you know. That's what I love. Yeah, is. absolutely. I was I was freaking out today because I, I I usually call in about five minutes early just because I want to be on the call. And today I was calling in. I wasn't able to get through. And I was like, man, I'm going to miss the call. <laughs> I mean, and that's something I look forward to is yeah. being on the call. But I – I wanted to add one thing. You you were talking about Mark and and something that really uh, really showed me the humbleness uh, and the uh, you know just the, the kind of person that Mark Heck is. Uh, this this past year, um, y'all were actually there. We we put on a uh, we put on a concert there. We called it Resurgence. Oh yeah, where we had uh, Craig Morgan there that was singing and. Um, we had uh, all of our sponsors or, or a lot of our sponsors and partners were there that had booths set up and, you know, so forth and so on. And uh, we had a little VIP section set up there for, for uh, you know, for people. Right. Mark, all night long, I don't I know y'all noticed this for sure. I, I guarantee y'all did. Mark was, the, in, in my opinion, was the, the biggest part of that whole deal being put together and behind all of it, the whole the whole deal. But not one time did he ever step on the stage mm-hmm. and pick the microphone up <clears throat> and say anything, even about our companies or about himself or anything. He just sit back. All he did just just sat back and smiled and watched. Yeah, and patted yeah, yeah. people on the back and shook hands. And you know what? And, I noticed uh, that because when I first got there. I mean, half the night he wasn't even in the VIP. Section. I was just about the same thing. He was back yeah. there in the regular yeah. crowd, talking to people, talking to and, people, hanging yeah. out, yes. smiling. Yes, yeah, and that says yep. a lot about someone's character. Absolutely, for sure. Absolutely. No, he yep. he's genuine man, and uh, we're I can tell you from a marketing side of things, and I know you would echo this from where you're at. We're so humbled and just just thankful to be a part of such an organization because it is incredible, dude. I've never mm-hmm. quite seen anything like it. And we, we joke, we get hacked on on our podcast quite a bit because we, we tease a lot about stuff that's coming <laughs> and don't ever let right. the cat out of the bag. But I think you could echo <laughs> right. this. There's some cool stuff coming, yeah. isn't there? <laughs> oh, man. There's some, I mean, I really want to tell everybody. I know. That's you I'm telling you, dude, in the next few months, there's going to be some stuff come out. People are going to be like, what in the world is going on yeah. at Expedition oh, Enterprises? Yeah. <laughs> and I love it, man. I just want to be I a fly too. on the wall. But, yeah, me too. Me too, man. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Well, buddy, we won't keep you, man. We just want to – we didn't even know if you'd answer. I figured you was busy crappie fishing or something. But <laughs> You know, I, I, man, look, I've looked at my boat about four times today. I thought about hooking it up. <laughs> That's cool. Well, buddy, I appreciate you, man. We love working with you yeah. and, and appreciate you uh, taking, a t- taking a few minutes with us and super pumped about the giving rights coming out on Sportsman Channel this year. It is going to be a blast to watch. Yep. So – Kudos, wait, man. Kudos wait. to you, man, because you guys are killing it. So, thank you. You, you, uh, y'all are a huge part of it. There yeah. ain't no doubt about that. So we just y'all as well. flies on the wall, man. <laughs> we're, we're just here to entertain and try to make a living. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you. And if you need any, if, let me know how the how the the voiceover closure goes with your wife. If I need to re-edit that, if I need to edit that anyway, let me know. I'll redo I it. For you, I will let you know. <laughs> That's hilarious. All right, brother. I love it. Well, Thank right you, Ken. Okay, man. man. All right. See you, buddy. Y'all have a good evening. Later. See you. Well, that worked out good. He answered. <laughs> he answers if he ain't busy. Yeah. But what a good dude, man. Yeah, he is a good dude. I One thing I can say about Kenneth from the moment I met him, he's the kind of guy that makes you feel like a brother. Oh, yeah. You know, like he yeah. just treats you like that. Yeah. And he's genuine, man. For sure. He's a... What is it? He's he's from a little bit everywhere. I think Louisiana, Mississippi, <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, everywhere I, but California. <laughs> yeah, but I will. The only thing I don't like about Kent, there's just one thing. What's that? That boy is a die-hard LSU fan. He is, man. I I agree with you on that. He is too sold. Yeah, but the one thing I do love about him is is he will root for Arkansas as long as they ain't playing LSU. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> oh yeah, he will. <laughs> he will. And so uh we're all SEC friends, I guess. That's but funny. He's a good dude. I am pumped about the show coming out. Yeah. Given right it's going to be good. Um I mean it's always pretty good, but mm-hmm. um the 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 quality of of harvest that are taking place. Unbelievable. Free range. Um, the the cinematography and the camera work the crew's doing out in the field is, mm-hmm. is phenomenal. Yeah, we'll be here at the office, and I'll be working on something in one office, and you'll be in the back in the other office, and you, hey, <laughs> come check this out. <laughs> yeah, it's you like know? really distracting. Yeah, and I, I mean, you look at it, and you're like, golly, how did they do that? Because yeah. we know oh, yeah. what equipment they have, yeah. you know? And it's like, man, these guys are incredible. Yeah, they are doing a phenomenal job, and we get we get – too much kudos sometimes for the production the reality is we wouldn't have anything if it wasn't for our crews and for guys out that 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 know how to hunt know how to hunt well Mm -hmm. um put in the time put in the work and we get the really the easiest job honestly yes we got like this work of art just sitting in front of us and we just like a puzzle just put it together yeah and i've been on the flip side of that too when you've got like no content to work with and you got to put a show together yeah. and you're like, God, how am I going to make a show out of this? Yeah. That is not the case here. No, not at all. No, not, I, we've been joking about it within our team. This, this Iowa show we've been putting together that, that Kenneth referenced was over 70 sits for one hunt. And I, I laugh with Mark and Kenneth and their whole crew because I told him, I'm like, dude, we don't go through this much footage for two seasons of SB. <laughs> and I got to do it in one hunt. And, uh, but it's- well, I think you could qualify that or quantify it for people. So Tyler, who films for Mark a lot, and Curtis is filming. Tyler and Curtis yeah. are both filming a lot now, too. Yeah. So, But just just Tyler alone, he a lot of times runs two and three cameras yeah. on every sit and works hard. So it's like tons yeah, there, of footage. Yeah, there's a lot of work going on. So we'll have just for a breakdown. If you if you're not that you're interested, but some people maybe if you're in the filming business, but we'll get we'll get a, a hard drive in, and it'll have let's just for instance say it was a seven day hunt. 
time it's a lot on this one it was <laughs> over 70 but every there'll be a folder with with the trip name if it was iowa whatever you know late season muzzleloader iowa and then there'll be like every date for seven days then within that folder there'll be every camera that was used early hunts late hunts drone footage uh gopros a7s whatever they're using fs 700s whatever the camera was used on the time at the time and every folder has its own on content in it and so we literally have to we do have to go through quite a bit of footage there's oh, no yeah. doubt but because i've been on the flip side of that i don't i don't hate it by any means well it makes everything better when oh, you have yeah. you know just the little the little things you know that yeah. to tell the story and help people in some way feel like they're there you know to oh, see yeah. the emotion and faces and and stuff like that when you have the footage you can do that yeah you know? it's 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 awesome it's a challenge sometimes because <clears> you do you do want to communicate both obviously on this show through narrative visually through the camera work and the hunter and their emotions everything they went through um and then obviously from a terrain standpoint visually you want to be able to show people my my goal is always i want to try to i want to make people we used to say this all the time back when we used to do little film schools was if you had to show a show you know or produce a show and there was not one word ever said could you visually communicate what happened in that you yeah know, and make the viewer feel like they were there mm-hmm. and not that you ever have to do that but if you can take that mindset when you're filming it's going to cause you to film a whole lot more yeah. a lot better content than what you would do if you're just going to, just to film a hunt yeah you know and our guys do an incredible job of that yeah tyler and curtis and matt and, and the whole crew that's, that's out in the field pretty regular do, do a great job and it gives us a lot to work with so it's going to be a good show there are some insane uh so some insane shows coming as far as what is being shown <laughs> agreed from the just the encounters that took place mm-hmm. i mean the encounter just think about it, even if mark wouldn't have harvested that that giant deer that he did in iowa the the encounters that he had alone and what he got to experience in the woods in iowa all of last season is phenomenal i mean the encounters from i don't know how many deer he had underneath him and, and deer that we would all look at and be like hmm but I get it when you've got a 200 inch deer out there, you're gonna you're gonna consider passing on everything uh, else because you a know a lot of times, yeah, especially when it's on your farm. I mean, it's not like they're necessarily just running off to other farms like it would be if you had a very small piece of property. Right. So it's a little bit different strategy than what probably possibly me or you would. <laughs> we do live in Arkansas. <laughs> you see, like, well, we're on the Kenneth side there. Give me 76 <laughs> minutes, and let's see what can happen. <laughs> <laughs> but it is a really good show man it is it is a blast to produce and uh the other thing i like about it is um and a lot of people would would not enjoy this part of the process is i love the critique process what we go through before the show ever comes to finalization is we talk about how many layers there are to these shows from a from before we ever start editing to the conference calls the notes the pages of notes that we get to lay the shows out so then we lay it out. Then we follow up with, obviously it starts with you because you're here with me all the time, but Cody will break them down, obviously, a lot of times and, and give some critiques. And then a lot of times we'll make more changes before we even put it out, yeah. the first cut to our team. Because we want the first cut to be as good as we can possibly get it. Yeah. And so then we go through the next phase of that with our entire team. Everybody puts in their two cents, makes notes, emails, whatever. We circle back around and then put, produce another, another, another show. And I actually enjoy it, man, because yeah. at the end of the day, I would always say this when I was early in, in my, you know, media, creative, marketing career or whatever, it was really easy to take stuff personal. 
Oh, yeah. Because you put all this time and all this. And this would be one of those shows that it'd be easy to do that with 70 hunts. I mean, it's been off and on working on this show for close to a month. Yeah. Which is not typical for a show for us. Usually in a week or so, we got them knocked out, finalized and all that. And so, but there was just so much content. We want it to be so good. I, I I just think back to how much I enjoy the critique pod process now versus what I did 10 years ago. Yeah. But I realized the the power behind that. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're critiquing something, it's not because we're trying to hack on somebody personally. Everybody's yeah. got an opinion. And, you, and there's there's a way to take that too far, too. If you got oh, 40, yeah. 47 people trying to give you an opinion, mm-hmm. you're never going to get to a final product. Right. Whether it's in a show or a prototype and a new product or whatever. And so there's got to be a cutoff at some point. But within the framework of our team, um, it's really enjoyable to go through yeah. and try to get the end result to something that everybody absolutely loves yeah. before it ever hits the air. Yeah, I think that's something that all creatives, young and old, people who've been in it for a while need to get used to or get accustomed to saying it's okay. Yeah. Because it, you know, it may sting a little bit at first if you really felt like something was awesome. Oh, yeah. But the reality is it's going to make the end product so yeah. much better yeah. and it's going to make you a better designer or editor yeah. or really, whatever it really goes to any category of mm-hmm. business oh, i got yeah. a great example of that cody let's hear it. i got a deck being built right now <laughs> this is a great story i won't go too far into this but i got a deck being built right now or an addition onto our deck and i went out the other day and things did not and i'm not a carpenter by any means <laughs> i like a little woodwork i like turning some wood making some grunt calls and some duck calls and stuff every time or every every now and then but and so I went out and I was like, I ain't real smart, but there's a few things here that don't quite look right on this deck. And so I called my guy that's working, him and his crew, and I said, hey, bud, can we meet? We got a few things we need to address over here. And uh, and he, the guy that actually runs the company, wasn't actually there. Super, not, probably the nicest guy I've ever had on my property as far as construction guy. And um, so we met over there and I said, hey, bud, I said, I want to front load what I'm fixing to tell you with, I come from a world of, of critiques. I'm pretty laid back and for the most part pretty easy to please but i said i come from a world of critiques and I, we we come from that world because we know it's what makes us the best yeah. we can possibly be yeah i said i need to make a few mentions here of a few things that don't quite look right and mm-hmm. then you tell me if i'm wrong and so we went around to these three or four things man and he just shook his head and he said dude this is unbelievably not right mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, he felt awful he was embarrassed or whatever and I told him, I said, look, I'm not here to critique you to be a jerk by any means. I said, what I'm telling you, though, is you ain't going to be in business long operating like this if you can't oversee your crew, you know, and make sure it's done done the right way. And um, and, and that's the reality. And he goes, dude, I 100% agree. He said, this is not right, and it will be fixed. He said, you will not have any more worries on this deck. And so it was all about how I approached it. I could have went in there and been like, yeah just ripped him a new one yeah and that wasn't the goal because in our world we're trying to help people you know the last thing we want to do is see somebody drown in their own business because they can't make it work right but if you're not honest enough to tell them the truth in the right way where they'll receive it yeah they got to be willing to receive it but they're not if you don't tell them in the right way it's Mm -hmm. all about the approach right we've talked about that before but man it ended up being a great conversation and he was able to take and run with it and now hopefully <laughs> everything's coming around like it should be yeah so i think that principle you're talking about or what we're talking about of being critiqued is something that, that really filters into any line of business yeah. and if you want to live your passion you should invite being critiqued yeah and ask people to critique you i agree because you know, it makes you more successful mm-hmm. but i know early in business often it can be it can be like especially in design because design is such an opinionated yeah. thing that we do <laughs> yeah. like and i used to have some of a really strong feeling attached to my work 
And I learned after dealing with some big companies, I was like, look, I have no feelings attached to my mm-hmm. work anymore. I'm going to design the best that I can do. And if they don't like it, it's okay. Yeah. It's just an opinion. Let's go back to the drawing board. Make, yeah. Make Let's it right. get what you want, yeah. not what I want yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to, if you, and you can be successful if you have that, that mindset, because at the end of the day, they're paying you. Yeah. And if they're not happy, they're not going to pay you again. <laughs> and what we want is people to pay us over and over, right? Yeah. And, and the way you do that is to invite critiques yeah. into your business. That's really good, man. And, and let people learn, or let yourself learn what they want so that you can get, get, get the end product to where they want it to be. Yeah. I don't know how we got off on all that. but I mean, It works. There's a lot of stuff people could take away from that. Yeah. You know, like, and that's the goal. We want to help people. Oh, so. yeah. Well, I think it's such a part of being successful in living your passion. Yeah. Because I'm telling you, and you know this as well as I do, it is easy to have a feeling. When you love something so much in the work you do, it's mm-hmm. easy to, and you want, you need, I'm not saying you don't need to have any feelings in your work. Right. I'm just saying if somebody critiques you, you can't take it personal. Yeah. If they're, well, I've if they're heard, writing the checks. I've heard you, I've heard Aaron Keller say this. I've, I've heard a couple of other business people that we work with say this, this very phrase, they love their product too much. Oh yeah. And what, what that references is, is sometimes people love their product so much that they can't see the bad in it. Yeah. And when they don't see the bad, they can't make the, the necessary corrections to make it great, yeah. you know? And so, I mean, I've that, heard that that falls on us. Yeah. Like even from what we do, we can't love what we do so much mm-hmm. that you can't take. And that's what you're saying. But we, we do see it a lot in brands, too, oh, yeah. you're trying to deal with somebody in marketing, and no matter what you say, they, they shoot it down because they don't, like you said, don't see the bad yeah. or see the reasoning behind why it can be better. Yeah. And so it is, I think it's a huge key to success is inviting critique. Absolutely. Because at the end of the day, you want you want to put out the best product you can, mm-hmm. and the people that are writing the checks or buying your product are the ones that, you know, yeah. at the end of the day, they decide. Mm-hmm. And so... I don't know. Some good stuff. I'm excited about the giving right. I don't even think that was the direction we were planning on going. We, well, we didn't know what was going to happen when we called <laughs> Kenneth. Well, I, we didn't know what was going to happen on that conference call this morning either. <laughs> no. But no, man. It's good. So how long have we been going anyway? We're about 45 minutes. It's about time to wrap up for the weekend, ain't yeah, it? Yeah, I think so. Don't you think? You got big weekend plans? Man, I'm going to... Uh, Let me guess. <laughs> remodel my <laughs> Keep remodeling. Yeah, we're getting close to... Um, I mean, we're not going to be done for a while because we got so many things that we want to accomplish, but we're getting close to having the main part of the house done. We're just trying to... Thanks to old Corona. Yeah. Trying to round up the products. You yeah. know, like... Not so much the for us, not so much the lumber or the drywall or the bigger ticket items, you know, but like little things like flooring or whatever, like they're delayed in shipping or stores are out of it or, you know, like we've been to two different lows to get a specific tile and now we're going to have to go to a third, maybe a fourth one. In another town. <laughs> and then, yeah, we've been to Cersei or we've been to Conway. We've got all that Russellville has. We've had a buddy look at it in Cersei. And the next two stops are Little Rock and Bryant, you know, so just to get enough, you know, just to get 200 square foot of a specific flooring. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So um, we're kind of running into those setbacks right now, but uh, we're the flooring, the wood flooring that we had to replace. Yeah. uh, It's delayed, you know, so just all of those little things. So we're almost uh, wrapping up the main part so that the other stuff won't feel quite as bad or as busy, you know, so. You know what I'm going to do? 
You're going to go to the farm. <laughs> I'm going to keep remodeling the farm. <laughs> <laughs> he made it sound so much better. <laughs> so it's kind of the same thing. That's funny. Maybe not so much. But no, I am going to spend a little time. I'm sure I'll probably end up doing a little editing over the weekend. Um, but I am going to spend at least this evening probably on the farm. I got a few things I need to do. Mm-hmm. Make sure my plots and gardens coming up. My homesteading project. Yeah. Got to make sure I can feed the family. Yeah. If the world ends, you know. <laughs> what all you got? Berries and squash? Dude, and- we've got, I've got all kinds of junk going on. we got, I don't even know if I've told you everything here. Like we've got, I got, I got onions. I got watermelons. I got pumpkins. I've got, uh, we've got blueberries, blackberries, um, tomatoes, squash, zucchini, tomatoes, cucumbers, apple trees, persimmon trees. Wow. All just put in this year. That's so, awesome. And it's looking it's per, looking pretty good right now. How are the food plots doing? The power plant's looking phenomenal. That's so, cool. So we put in about five acres of power plant from Whitetail Institute. I've always loved that as a spring food plot. Um, and it gets beautiful, too. It gets tall. It'll get up in big sunflowers. Sometimes it'll be eight, nine foot tall sometimes. Wow. Just Dude, that'd be awesome if that's all sunflowers through there. But well, it ain't of, all sunflowers. Well, not all, of, but a bunch mix, of them. Yeah, it's beautiful. And so then I just, was it last week? One evening I planted. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because I was out there in the dark. Go see his story. <laughs> yeah, I was out there in the dark because we got tied up at work too late. But I uh, planted forage beans in about probably about another five acres. And so I haven't actually had time to go back out there and see if they've kind of started coming. <laughs> I was laying in bed that night and I pulled up Instagram and I clicked on your story. <laughs> And the son of a gun's out there on a tractor with the headlights on. Dang right. They were good because I ain't used the headlights too much, but I had to that night. I had a blast, man. I got it all seated and culty packed in. So I I can't give you a report on that plot yet. But next week. Next week, I'll give you a report on how that's going. They're about, they've been in a week now. So we may have some 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 sprouts. sprouts going on out there. So. Do a little bit of that. I'm sure we'll hang out with friends a little bit over the weekend and, and look forward to getting back Monday and getting getting after it full board. Absolutely. So, anyway, I guess that's all we got for you guys today. Hope you guys have enjoyed this little edition of the Tour 12 podcast. If you enjoyed the show, do us a favor, a huge favor. <laughs> Go online. Give us a review. Give us a little bit of feedback. We'd love to know your thoughts. Um, you can do that on iTunes. And other than that, man, until next time, peace out and God bless. <laughs>